What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Uh, as we continue this volatile week, uh, so futures are actually flat uh, today, uh, but hopefully they'll bounce back. Uh, this is uh, coming to the upcoming uh, earnings week that we have. Uh, so a lot of stocks will be uh, giving their earnings uh, this week and next week, but this is starting the beginning of earnings week. So I uh, hope everybody is uh, strapped in and ready to go. It's going to be a very bumpy ride as far as earnings are concerned. Uh, so first, let's talk about Netflix. Uh, so Netflix Squid Game uh, is reportedly worth $900 million. I think it may be worth a little more. Uh, a really popular uh, show on Netflix. Definitely very interesting. Um, I was able to watch it uh, myself, and I, I liked it uh, quite a bit. But they're saying it uh, reportedly generated $900 million uh, for the company. So this is fantastic news, especially considering they have their earnings coming up here pretty soon. Uh, Going to be you know, one of the highlights if Netflix can continue to make shows like this, especially uh, since they branched out to do this uh, you know, with having a Southern Korean um, you know, show. Uh, there are not really many shows out there uh, that you know, express other cultures. Um, I know there's a whole Bollywood scene out there, um, but, you know, you don't really see many of those uh, films on Netflix. So uh, definitely very uh, interesting to have, you know, such an indie kind of show uh, do so good on uh, Netflix. So this will definitely help them uh, moving forward. And so uh, they got this news uh, days after the company said uh, South Korean series became the biggest series launch ever. Uh, it topped 111 million views globally uh, since its release on September 17th. Um, and then it also uh, has helped to promote reportedly Netflix uh, to get to $21.4 million. Uh, so $21.4 million is what it costs to produce um, the film. Uh, Netflix says, and then 900 million is uh, a estimate of how much it is actually worth. So definitely got their money back uh, on that. Uh, one thing I want to kind of highlight on this is I think this is kind of the path forward um, that Disney is going to be trying to do with their streaming service as well as Apple uh, and their streaming service kind of going independent, having their own um, you know, TV shows and movies that they do kind of in-house. Uh, but it seems like Netflix... A, has the budget to do it, um, and then B, is just, you know, outperforming a lot of these other streaming services. So as far as streaming uh, is concerned, I still think Netflix is Netflix is the king. Um, I think this will definitely help their earnings, and I definitely going to look to see uh, shares rally uh, after uh, this news. So UK online lender uh, Zopa is valued at $1 billion, uh, in a soft bank-led funding round. Uh, so the British online lending startup uh, Zopa raised $300 million in funding uh, led by SoftBank. Uh, the company aims to go public in late 2022, so definitely want to look out for um, on the market. Um, it is uh, will likely be listed on in London, so it will be uh, an overseas stock to those in the U.S., uh, but just make sure you keep it uh, on your radar. So um, the lending company, I know lending is going to be a really big thing coming uh, up here pretty soon, especially with, you know, the market changing, people, you know, 
losing jobs, changing jobs, switching over to jobs, um, but just, you know, a financially difficult time for a lot of people um, in the U.S. and abroad. So I think lending uh, and lending platforms, uh, you'll see an increase uh, of those as we get closer, especially closer to um, the holiday season. So uh, it was founded in 2005. Uh, it began its life as a peer-to-peer lending, connecting investors with borrowers uh, through a single online platform. The company has since shifted its focus towards becoming a fully-fledged bank after securing a banking license in the UK, uh, but operates its peer-to-peer marketplace. So it's a bank that kind of specializes in peer-to-peer uh, marketing. Uh, Zopa launched a credit card and savings account later, uh, hoping to capture a larger share of the British retail banking market and takes on giants like Barclays and HSBC. Uh, it's so far netted uh, 700 million uh, pounds, which is 961 million on uh, deposits and attracted 150,000 uh, credit card customers. So uh, definitely a lot of people out there uh, signed up and that just speaks to, you know, how reputable uh, this bank slash peer-to-peer lender uh, will be. So definitely going to be looking at that uh, once it goes public. Uh, Zopa doesn't say what ticker sign they're going to be, uh, but definitely going to be looking at them on the market. Uh, next, Amazon is ramping up its hiring, uh, trying to hire 150,000 seasonal uh, staff for the holidays. Um, I think it's going to be a very uh, large holiday season like it usually always is. I wonder how inflation will uh, affect this holiday season, though. Um, not to say there will be less people ordering things, but definitely going to uh, see how, you know, if people order things early, uh, they may need more people than they actually have now. Uh, but I know people are definitely going to be out there looking for work, especially for the holiday season. Um, I personally worked uh, for Amazon during the holiday peak uh, when I was back in college. Uh, it was a really nice place to work, uh, minus the drive. I was pretty far away, um, but it was an okay place to work. Uh, definitely, you know, got a, a lot of money uh, for doing so. Um, and just very interesting culture uh, of people that were there. Um, so I do understand, you know, uh, working at Amazon, how it fits into different people's culture. Uh, and I didn't have it as a full time. I was just a seasonal employee uh, for two different years, but definitely helped uh, me pay the bills um, and then, you know, go through uh, and continue on to school. Uh, so the employees will help pick and pack uh, and ship orders at the warehouse across uh, Amazon's sprawling fulfillment network. The company typically beefs up its ranks in the fall to help tackle the fury of online orders that arrive lending um, up to the holidays or leading up to the holidays and prior uh, and a period often referred to as peak season. So that's uh, the season that I worked was peak season. Um, Amazon said the jobs on average starting pay is $18 an hour. The company will also offer a $3,000 signing bonus or sign-on bonus in some locations along with a $3 per hour uh, for workers of some shifts. So if you have a special shift, you'll get an extra $3 an hour, uh, which will be pretty nice. And then for some people getting a $3,000 sign-on bonus. So I think this beefing up will definitely help uh, with, you know, the holiday season. Uh, A lot of positions uh, at Amazon. uh, So definitely going to see how that helps as far as their earnings are concerned. And I'm pretty excited to see their numbers uh, as far as shipping uh, is concerned during this holiday season, especially considering all the inflation uh, going on in the market. Uh, So Apple had its event today. So it was called Unleashed, uh, where they announced uh, a couple of things uh, in their event. 
so first they announced the new 14-inch MacBook Pro, uh, which is going to start at uh, $1,999. They also released a 16-inch model. Uh, it's going to be $2,499. Um, it's saying that the pre-orders start today. Uh, the new MacBooks are going to be using the M1 Pro and M1 Max chips. Uh, so if you remember uh, a little far back, they switched from uh, their Intel chips to use their own uh, M-branded chips. Uh, so, you know, they're doing everything in-house now. Uh, the new model uh, will have an HDMI port, uh, two connected displays and TVs, a smart card, or an SD card, excuse me, uh, slot for photographers. Uh, it also uses MagSafe magnet magnetic connector, bringing back the uh, beveled feature from old MacBooks, and users can still charge uh, using USB-C ports, of which there are three, uh, using the support for Thunderbolt connections. Uh, and so it comes in a 14 and 16 inch size, like I said earlier, and ProMotion screens with high refresh rates, um, and features uh, landed on the iPhone 13 uh, Pro this year. Uh, this display is using mini LED uh, technology, and this is uh, what Apple has said. So definitely looks very interesting uh, as far as, you know, the release is concerned. I'm my personally uh, interested in the M1 Pro and M1 uh, Max chips, uh, since it is their in-house uh, chip, uh, they're saying it has 10-core CPU, um, and it's saying it's 70% 70, 70 faster uh, than the M1 chip, so they're saying the M1 Pro is 70% faster with this 10-core, uh, and they're saying the M1 Pro uh, and M1 uh, Max are, are very powerful as well, saying they have 57 billion transistors, uh, and 32 core graphics processors, so they're pretty beefy uh, as far as you know specs are concerned. Uh, Apple also announced uh, their third generation uh, AirPods with the new design, uh, so you know people are going to look forward to that. And they also announced the HomePod Mini speaker. Uh, so the HomePod Mini speaker, uh, the AirPods, and the new MacBooks are going to be uh, the lineup. I think people are going to be looking at those for the holiday season, um, and so. You know, it's definitely really good timing for them to uh, release this. But, you know, one thing to consider is there may be supply issues, uh, which I feel like the company hasn't really addressed yet um, as far as bottlenecks in the supply chain. We do know those exist, uh, but, you know, I'm trying to see how companies are going to approach that or if they're just going to wait till after everything sold out to be like, hey, by the way, we don't have any uh, more items uh, because there are still bottlenecks uh, with that. I think the bottlenecks are going to continue uh, well on into 2022 um, just from seeing images and reading articles on what's going on. Uh, so after this information came out, Apple is actually up today $1.71 to end at $146.55. So Apple uh, starting a small little bullish increase uh, after the release of the news. Seems like the market uh, liked the release of the new products. So um, today there was actually some sad news. Uh, Colin Powell actually passed away uh, today due to complications of COVID-19. Uh, so uh, if you're not familiar with who Colin Powell was, uh, he's the former Secretary of State and Chairman of the Joint Chief Staff, Chief Staff um, and he died at the age of 84. So uh, he was real popular during the uh, Bush administration. Um, him and Condoleezza Rice were kind of the two main people who were uh, backing the or kind of in the highlight during the Bush administration. Um, and so he definitely served, um, you know, 
uh, as general and was, you know, a really good help uh, to that administration. So uh, definitely very interesting. Uh, I've seen a lot of people talk about articles of, uh, about this and about what's going on saying, you know, hey, uh, he was vaccinated and he still uh, died, uh, but he did have some underlying health conditions. Um, I think he had uh, blood cancer or form of blood cancer called uh, meloma. Um, and so he had that as well as uh, Parkinson's. So there are some things, uh, underlying conditions that he had. Uh, so I'm not telling you that, uh, you know, the vaccine's not effective or is effective. Uh, not, I don't have an opinion uh, on that. Um, as far as that's concerned, uh, definitely uh, wanted to highlight that because I remember as one of the people uh, who we used to talk about back in social studies, you know, growing up, um, you know, during that administration. Uh, was definitely one of uh, the prominent figures uh, during that administration. And so lastly, we'll talk about uh, there's a competitor to Amazon's cloud called Backblaze B2, which is an uh, object storage service uh, that is going to be competing with uh, Amazon. So uh, B2 represents less than one third of total revenue, uh, and it's growing 60% year over year. Uh, so Backblaze is a company that backs up data on people's computer and provides cloud-based storage space uh, that companies use to store and retrieve files filed uh, that they're going to be going public uh, today. Uh, so the company intends to trade under the ticker sign BLZE. Um, it is not a major cloud company, uh, but they are managed. Uh, they have managed to expand in the shadow of a larger entity, which is Amazon. Uh, becoming um, willing to count on data center uh, equipped that they do not own, in part because they can uh, pay based on how much they use. So uh, if Blaze uh, completes its IPO, uh, it will join DigitalOcean in providing cloud capabilities to smaller businesses. Uh, so definitely a very interesting company. Um, they are competing against Amazon, so Amazon does have a large foothold as far as cloud computing is concerned. Not saying that they won't be successful. Uh, the fact that they have grown 60% year over year just shows the need for this amount of services uh, in the industry. So, you know, if you're in the job market, cloud computing um, and cloud services is definitely the way to go uh, because there seems to be a very large demand for cloud services um, as well as you know, storing data in general. So uh, very interesting. Going to be looking at that ticker sign BLZE uh, is what they filed. So they aren't public yet, but they did file it. So going to be looking for them uh, or some more articles about them in the future as, uh, you know, more news comes out about them. So good luck to everybody out there trading. Hope everybody has a great rest of the week and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.